This is KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition. Good morning, fair and 48 at the KVOM studios on this Tuesday, the 28th of March, 2023. Rich Moller's with your KVOM Morning News Watch. We'll see sunshine today, a little breezy out, high of 61. Tonight, clear, low 37. Sunny on Wednesday with a high in the mid-60s. Wednesday night brings clear skies and a low of 43 and partly sunny and breezy on Thursday with a high of 68. Now overnight Thursday, we've got a chance of rain, our low in the upper 50s. There's a 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms on Friday, a high 71. Rain moves out Friday night. Then Saturday, it'll be sunny and breezy and a high of 67. Right now, it's fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. Let's take time to congratulate our employee of the day, Jessica Kendrick, with the Conway County District Court. Obituaries this morning. Leota Anise Hatfield, age 70 of Bigelow, died on Saturday, March 25th. She worked for SAS Shoe Factory and was of the Baptist faith. She is survived by her husband, Larry Hatfield, daughter Lisa Hatfield, two grandchildren, two great-grandchildren, and a host of family and friends. Visitation is tonight, 6 until 8, at the Harris Funeral Home Chapel, Arrangements by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. Rita Von Brown Norwood, age 62, died on Friday, March 24th. Visitation will be tonight, 6 until 8, at Rosewood Funerals and Cremations of Conway. Funeral services Wednesday, March 29th, 11 a.m., at Northside Apostolic Church in Mayflower, by Brother Larry Pierce, Brother Keith Morris, and Brother Jeff Pierce. Burial will follow at Mayflower Cemetery by Rosewood Funerals and Cremation of Conway. Minta Janice Griswood McKnight, age 94 of Plummerville, died on Saturday, March 25th. She worked in banking from May of 1962 until she retired in 1995. She was of the Baptist faith and a member of Mount Pleasant Baptist Church in Plummerville, where she played the piano for over 60 years. She is survived by her children, Bill McKnight of Wyoming, Tommy McKnight of Plummerville, and Nancy Ruff of Center Ridge. Thirteen grandchildren, twenty great-grandchildren, and four great-great-grandchildren, with one on the way. The funeral service for Minta Janice Griswood McKnight will be Thursday, March 30th, 2 p.m. at Mount Pleasant Church with Brother Jesse Hale, Brother Johnny Griswood, and Brother Mike Cantrell officiating. Burial will be at Mount Pleasant Cemetery by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends Wednesday night from 6 until 8 at the church. The family would like to extend a special thanks to Hospice Home Care and Superior Health and Rehab. Michael Earl Wardell, age 42, of Moralton, died Thursday, March 23rd. The memorial service will be Saturday, April 8th, 2 p.m. at the Harris Chapel with members of the Banditos Nation officiating. Burial will be at VA Cemetery in Little Rock by Harris Funeral Home of Moralton. The family will receive friends from noon until 2 prior to the service. Now 7.34. Let's turn to news this morning. Ground was broken Monday morning on the lot at the corner of Moose and Commerce Streets in downtown Moralton to mark the start of construction of Wayland Holyfield Place. The multi-use outdoor facility is a significant development project for the downtown area, according to Mayor Alan Lipsmeyer. That is the job I feel of the city and myself is to find projects to keep this town going and keeping downtown going and we want to thank the CCDC for stepping up and buying this piece of property and making this all possible. 
And in a couple of weeks, we'll be announcing another project at the corner of Broadway and, and the Division Street. And that will be six properties that will be cleaned up this year in downtown Marlton. You look at all the progress we've made, all the buildings that are, are in the future of getting revitalized, and you see that in another 15 years, you won't recognize downtown Marlton. Wayland well, Holyfield Place is named in honor of the Hall of Fame country music songwriter who grew up in the Mallettown community of Conway County. Holyfield is the writer of over 40 top 10 hits and has 14 number one hits to his credit. In Arkansas, Holyfield may be most famous for his song, Arkansas, You Run Deep in Me, which was written for the 1986 Arkansas Sesquicentennial Celebration. It was named one of Arkansas's official state songs in 1987. The idea for Wayland Holyfield Place was developed a few years ago, and fundraising efforts were just getting started when the pandemic hit. With phase one of the construction process now underway, Officials hope to have the project finished in time for the location to serve as a hub of activity for the solar eclipse April 8th of 2024, and they expect it to serve as an entertainment venue and an attraction that draws tourists to Moralton for years to come. Now 736, fair and 48 at the KVOM studios on our way to a high of 61 with sunshine today, and it'll be a little windy out. KVOM's Morning News Watch continues in just a moment. Your financial situation is unique to you. That's why you deserve a bank that helps you get what you want. Hi, I'm J.B. Mouse, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Need to borrow money? Instead of red tape and a one-size-fits-all lending decision model, you'll work with a decision maker who will be there every step of the way. Let us partner with you and help you achieve your goals. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcome, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. You're listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch 737 Fair and 48 at the KVOM Studios. Organizers of the 2023 Munchin' on Main Street are reporting a very successful festival in downtown Moralton this past Saturday. Donnie Crane, President and CEO of the Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce and the Conway County Economic Development Corporation, says it was a tremendous event with a great crowd throughout the day. As a matter of fact, our, our food truck vendors, they were doing so well, they were selling out and having to go resupply throughout the day. And so, I mean, that's just a great indication of how constant and steady it was, but uh, thoroughly, thoroughly impressed by how people came out. And also, too, just by how the community supported, uh, you know, this was a not a new event for the community, but a new event for the Chamber of Commerce in doing that. So we had some great sponsors and volunteers, and just it was just really a great, great event, and uh, just really pleased with how it turned out. There was a repeat winner in the food truck face-off with Jefferson's Mobile Grilling once again topping the other trucks in total sales for the day. Crane says all the food trucks did well, and it was exciting to see so many people enjoying the food, the music, and other activities in downtown Moralton that day. Arkansas Governor Sarah Huckabee Sanders Monday called for setting aside $470 million for new prison beds and imposing sentencing changes to keep violent offenders incarcerated longer as part of a public safety package lawmakers expect to take up starting this week. The Republican governor, who's called the proposal one of her priorities for the legislative session that began in January, said the package will also include new mental health programs, $20 million to recruit new corrections officers, and new protections for crime victims. Sanders said the one-time funding will pay for 3,000 new prison beds and will also require $31 million in annual operating costs. Sanders is pushing for the new prison space as the state's correction system is above capacity 
with over 2,000 inmates being housed in local jails. The state's prisons are at least 106% above capacity, according to the Department of Correction. Sponsors of the proposed sentencing changes said they plan to present the legislation to a Senate panel Wednesday, with lawmakers trying to wrap up this year's session by early next month. The Moralton Municipal Airport will be hosting a special award ceremony Saturday, April 1st, for Kirk Price, who will be receiving the Wright Brothers Master Pilot Award. The Wright Brothers Master Pilot Award is the most prestigious award the Federal Aviation Administration issues to pilots certified under Title 14 of the Code of Federal Regulations, Part 61. It's named after aviation pioneers Orville and Wilbur Wright to recognize individuals who have exhibited professionalism, skill, and aviation expertise for at least 50 years while piloting aircraft as master pilots. The awards ceremony starts at 9 a.m. at the airport's EAA hangar, and all are welcome. Let's take a look at our community calendar for you right now. The Moralton Area Chamber of Commerce is holding a ribbon-cutting for K&L Contracting this morning at 10 at the Chamber office in downtown Moralton. The Wonderview High School FFA and Beta Clubs are sponsoring a donkey basketball game between Wonderview and Nemo Vista students. Tonight at 7.30 at the Wonderview High School Gymnasium. Advanced tickets are $7. Those can be purchased from Nick's Grocery in St. Vincent, Circle H Store in Jerusalem, any Wonderview FFA or Beta Club member, or Nemo Vista FFA member. Tickets at the door are $10 each. The University of Arkansas Community College at Moralton will host Rialana Reiner Wednesday at noon in the Student Union as part of its Talks, Thoughts, and Treats speaker series. Admission is free and open to the public. A ribbon-cutting and community open house for Turquoise Squirrel Learning Center at 104 East Elm Street, Moralton will be held Thursday morning at 10. The DAV Chapter 13 will give away food boxes to veterans only on a first-come, first-served basis Thursday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. or until all have been given out. The boxes will be distributed from the DAV Service Office parking lot at 206 Maple Street in Moralton. Moralton High School will hold East Night Out Thursday, 3.30 to 6.30 p.m. in the East Classroom at the high school. Parents, friends, students, and community members are welcome to attend and see what MHS East students have been working on this semester. The Moralton Parks and Recreation Commission will meet Thursday night at 6 at Playland Bowling and Skating. Mountain View Baptist Church atop Wolverton Mountain will hold its fifth Thursday night gospel singing. Thursday night at 7, a potluck meal will be served after the singing service, and all are welcome. Moralton Primary School is holding kindergarten registration for the 2023-24 school year each day this week through Friday from 9 a.m. to 2.30 p.m. in the MPS Library Media Center. Now, there will be an evening registration event Thursday, 4 to 7.30 p.m. You must provide the child's birth certificate, social security card, immunization records, medical, physical, and proof of residency. For more information, you can call the school office at 501-354-9423. Riverview Baptist Christian School in Apollo is holding pre-registration for the 2023-24 school year through this Friday. For more information, 501-354-0327. Moralton Knights of Columbus Council 5209 will have its annual All-You-Can-Eat Fish Fry this Friday, 5 to 7 p.m. at the Hall on North Cedar Street. Meals include catfish, fries, hush puppies, slaw, dessert, and a drink, and are $16 for adults, $10 for kids 6 to 12, and free for kids under the age of six. Takeouts are available starting at 4.30 p.m. for $14. 
Lone Oak Baptist Church invites all ladies to Thriving Together with Jesus. A one-day women's conference is Saturday morning at 9. The day includes three sessions by special guest speaker Andrea Lennon, along with a catered meal by Christine Company and worship by Lone Oak's worship team. Tickets are $30. You must sign up on Eventbrite. For more information, contact Shauna at 501-242-1355. The Workforce Innovation Opportunity Act local plan for the West Central Arkansas Workforce Development Area is now available for review and comment. Interested parties can contact David Moore at 501-302-5024. For more information, all comments must be received by Friday the 14th. And Main Street Moralton is seeking vendors for the upcoming farmer's market season, which starts May the 4th. They're looking for those who offer local produce, farm items, locally prepared food products, plants, fresh-cut flowers, and unique handmade arts and crafts. Home gardeners and hobby farmers are encouraged to apply. Resellers need not apply. You can find Main Street Moralton on Facebook for an application. If you're just joining us and you missed our morning news, keep in mind it's easy to time shift your listening by subscribing to the free KVOM Newswatch podcast. It's available from Apple, Google Play, Stitcher, SoundCloud, on our website or app, and you can subscribe for free. The KVOM Newswatch podcast is published each weekday and brought to you by Petty Jean State Bank. Now 745, fair and 48 at the KVOM studios. Coming up on our close-up segment, we visit with Conway County Judge Jimmy Hart. Eric Tyler's up next as KVOM's Morning News Watch continues. When you need to borrow money to invest in your business, you deserve to get your loan done quickly and with personal service. Hi, I'm Kyle Halbrook, Vice President with Petty Jean State Bank. Personal service is our priority. When you call us for your commercial lending needs, a local banker will answer the phone and we will know your name. We will work with you to tailor a loan to fit your budget. When you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you will feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Patty Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. Hey, Jones News Watcher of Sports. I'm Eric Tyler. Senior Cheyenne Kemp's three run homer in the bottom of the sixth inning gave the Marlton High School softball team a walk off run roll victory over Russellville 15 5 on Monday afternoon in Marlton. Devlogs pounded 14 hits in the game with junior Sophie Warman getting three hits, including a double and a triple and four RBIs, and seniors Madison Garrett and Lane Tilly getting three hits apiece. Sophomore Trinity Everett had two hits and two RBIs, and senior Olivia Self drove in two runs. Garrett picked up the win, allowing just one earned run on five hits with four strikeouts and five innings of work. Devilogs are now 5-1 and one on the season. They're set to open for a four-conference play with the game at Ozark today, first pick at 4.30 p.m. Marlton High School baseball team also opens conference play at Ozark today. That game also scheduled to start at 4.30 the Nemo Vista softball team improved its record to 6-3 with a 14-9 win over Conway Christian and a non-conference game on the road Monday afternoon. Lady Redhawks play another non-conference game today at Scranton at 4-30. The Nemo Vista baseball team lost its game to Conway Christian 8-3 on Monday in Conway. Redhawks are now 5-4 on the season. They'll play a non-conference game at home against Southside B Branch today at 4-30. The Wonderview High School baseball team suffered its first loss of the season on Monday, falling to Dover 14-3 in non-conference action in Wonderview. Daredevils get back to 1A4 conference play today with game at St. Joseph and Conway at 4.30 p.m. Wonderview softball team also plays 
at St. Joseph today at 4.30. Sacred Hearts baseball and softball teams are back in action today as they resume on a four-conference play. Games at home against Guy Perkins. Both of those games start at 4 p.m. And we'll have the broadcast of the baseball game for you live on Motown Radio 92.5 and 98.9 FM and 800 AM. Marlton High School boys soccer team lost its game at Goatee Robinson on Monday, falling to the Senators 5-2 in Little Rock. The girls and boys soccer teams both back in action tonight with games at home against Clarksville. The girls team plays at 5 p.m. The boys game to follow at 7. Marlton's McKenna Keaton picked up the win for the National Park College softball team on Sunday as the Nighthawks won the second game of a doubleheader with Carl Albert State, picking in relief. Keaton allowed just one hit. No walks with five strikeouts and four and a third scoreless innings. And look at weather now on this Tuesday. We've got humidity right now at 71%. North winds at five miles per hour. Barometric pressure 30.24 inches. Our low temperature this morning, 42 degrees. High yesterday was 71. A year ago today, the low was 35. The high was 68. No rain the last 24 hours at KVOM. Total for the year, 21.19 inches. Sunset this evening, 728. Sunrise tomorrow morning at 703. And forecast calls for sunny skies today. Afternoon high near 61 degrees. Breezy at times. Mostly clear tonight, the low around 37. Then a sunny day tomorrow with a high near 64. Partly sunny on Thursday, high in the upper 60s. And we'll see rain back in the forecast Thursday night. And a 90% chance of showers and thunderstorms on Friday. Right now, fair skies, 48 degrees in Marlton, approaching 750 on KVOM. Newswatch continues in just a moment. Are you ready to make some home improvements? Is it time to buy your child's first vehicle? Hi, I'm Teresa Brown, Assistant Vice President at Petty Jean State Bank in Marlton. Let us help you get a loan to fit your needs. We'll meet with you face-to-face and personalize your loan to fit your budget. Best of all, you'll work with a local decision maker who will help you with the whole process. Because when you come to Petty Jean State Bank for a loan, you'll feel welcomed, comfortable, and appreciated. Welcome home to hometown banking. Daddy Jean State Bank. Right in town and always in touch. NMLS number 1590686. Member FDIC and an equal housing lender. It is 753 now on KVOM. We're joined on a close-up interview this morning by Comet County Judge Jimmy Hardy. Good morning to you. Good morning, Eric. All right. It is, uh, of course, day after, as we always talk to you, day after the uh, monthly quorum court meeting. and Right. Uh, Pretty lengthy meeting. Pretty lengthy meeting. Had quite night, a bit so. of business we conducted last night. Uh, yeah, right off the bat, we obviously took and uh, Corn Court approved us for, to, for some funding, for some to borrow some money for some funding for a uh, excavator. We're going to be doing a quite a bit of ditch work. It seems like, uh, as you well know, and everybody else does. Uh, We've got a little bit behind, and the reason we've got behind is I tell everyone when it rains two to four, and I, I laugh, tell them somebody said, Well, we've got several floods. I said, I don't call it a flood. I go back to when I, in 2008, 2009, we got 80 inches of rainfall back to back. It's not, we didn't get a, we are not getting a flood now. We're getting a good flushing. Yeah. And as we know, when you get a flushing, it's not a good situation. Yeah. Nope, not at all. So, so yeah, that's, uh, yeah, so did some, uh, authorization for that and 
and a lot of personnel yes. policy stuff. Is that salary adjustments? We uh, we always do that every year. We, they they implement. Everybody got a raise last year, and of course, what they do on the starting. And this has nothing to do with what I call really current employees. Well, maybe a little bit. Uh, they uh, they adjusted the starting salaries. In other words, for somebody to come in brand new. And they did uh, standardize before we had it. It was kind of all over the place. Some, some offices, uh, I think sheriff's offices, 90-day probationary period. Uh, some of them, uh, our road department was a year, and then they finally settled on it's a six-month probationary period. And then after that, then, you know, person has the ability to take and come on full-time or basically be receiving enhancement in his pay scale. Okay. All right, so some changes there. And that was, was 911, I think mm -hmm. it was Sheriff's Office, Jail. Uh, uh, like I said, the whole gamut of the whole operation. We've got about 117 employees, and uh, that pretty much uh, changes were made for everybody. Okay. All right, and I know a lot of discussion, I guess, on an ordinance regarding um, solar eclipse. And yes, it, it, it says here, let's say, in order to establish a temporary use permit process and requirements to establish a permit fee and further purposes. And it is, uh, you know, a lot of thought went into this. Obviously, a lot of work went into this because we've, uh, Steve Beavers kind of, and Jonathan uh, Trafford kind of heads that up on that committee group, and it's a committee they put together. But uh, you go to these other communities and you ask them, if you had it to do again, what would you do different? And I think everybody we talked to said, y'all need to pass an ordinance, set some ground rules. Yeah. Because what we're going to deal with, and this is what we're trying to get out there, I think there's an event going on April the 6th, trying to put these together. And actually, they made some adjustments last night. But uh, what it really is is putting everybody on notice that we're going to have, and I know it's going to be, let's face the fact, probably going to be mass chaos, okay? Mm -hmm. Organized chaos. Let me get it right. Yeah. But uh, still yet, we're going to try to get it out there for all these folks. These uh, mobile camps are going to come up that says what we're trying to do is Regulate this thing to the effect that fire, police, ambulance, in other words, when you, and, and I, you hear, every, well, 100,000 people, 250,000, we don't know. Uh, I, I say this, I asked uh, one of our corn court members last night, uh, I, I kind of compare this to the chuck wagon races in Van Buren County. Mm -hmm. And I asked him, so how many days? I said 30,000. 30,000 is a, a lot of people, mm -hmm. but, you know, 100. 200,000 as you can imagine what that's yes. going to be. Oh, yes. But what we're trying to do with these camps is, you know, you got to have a porta potty, you got to have a dumpster, you got to have an alleyway. In other words, you're going to figure out what your configuration is. And I think what they said last night, fine decided, is a minimum configuration will be a thousand square foot. In other words, however you want to conform it, because you're going to have people probably with a tent, a two man tent, yeah. a 10 man tent, a camper trailer. Yeah. A, a self, as I said, a self-driving mobile apparatus. I mean, when you look at that, it's just going to be all over the place. So, we want to work with everybody, but at the same time, like I said, it's going to be all hands on deck, uh, and it's going to require uh, some regulation to take and make sure that when this thing's over, uh, that we do it the right way. It's kind of like a, our countywide cleanup. You know, we try to do that fast and furious. Or, I'm going to make a stipulate. I really think, and talk to Dr. Clay, I think he's right. You're probably looking at a five to seven day event, okay? Yep. Some folks could be longer than that. So, uh, you know, it's uh, we've got to try to figure out how to regulate it, how to how to how ride herd over it to make sure everybody has a good time. We want to come and enjoy themselves. But what's really unique about Conway County is we're in that blue line. 
Yep. So, uh, you know, you can figure out where center stage is going to be. Yep. Sure. They may spend a night in Russville. They may spend a night in Conway. But it's a whole bunch of them probably going to spend a night in Conway County. Yep, I think so. For sure. So that uh, ordinance was passed? Like yes, ordinance was passed, and like okay. I said, with a few changes. But uh, but it's that was passed, and hopefully it's going to be ready for April the 6th when they have the event because that's what we're trying to do is get ahead of this thing. Mm-hmm. And let everybody know what the expectation even with people and it's going to be great for people that you know and wants to make money but what we're I actually tell them and i mean kind of broached that last night you know if you're going to pick your 40 acre field and turn it into a, a mobile camp that's great but you probably better make sure you, your standard liability insurance on that property probably is not going to work yep. so you sure. certainly need to take and make sure you've got yourself covered all right, so a lot of a lot of stuff there, and uh, anything else? Uh, yeah, we had a resolution last night. Actually, we uh, it was at last minute, but we actually got the paperwork yesterday. And uh, oh, Eric, if I can lay my hands on it, but it's a resolution uh, partnering resolution of commitment. I, I'm going to say we're going to say partnering with uh, with uh, Arkansas Development Commission, Arkansas Wind Transportation Department for a, uh, a project uh, a road road improvement project on highway 113 okay all right so Good we're going to be moving forward with that and looking forward to working with the highway and transportation department economic development project uh, and it's going to going to be going to be going to be a busy time all right and more more on that to come i'm sure more uh, on that to come later on so that'll be exciting definitely so busy, busy quorum uh, court meeting last night. Got a lot of a lot of important stuff yes. covered and, and, for sure. And don't let me forget. You told me I'm not going to the cleanup. Yep. Cleanup. Hope I've got this right. If I don't, I apologize. But the second week in April. Yep. Call ins tenth, eleventh, and twelfth. Right. I think that's right. Yep. I think so. That's a call in. If you're handicapped and disabled, need some help, call us. We will not help you. We'll not help if you're handy. We will get it. It may be two or three or four weeks after the cleanup. Okay. First thing we got to do, first and foremost, get our cleanup, make it be successful. The pickup itself is the 13th, 14th, and 15th. Yeah. That's a Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. We highly encourage everyone. The landfill will be open on a Saturday. Will it be open Thursday, Friday, and Saturday? Take it to the landfill. If you'll take it to the landfill and you're a Conway County resident or you're a property owner in Conway County, we will pick the tipping fee up. Sure. Okay. Always. Sure. So, and we highly encourage everybody to recycle old batteries, bring the tires to the county road shop. If you got electronics, take it to the city street department. Uh, you know, uh, appliances. We got two great scrap yards in Conway County. Give you a little money for it. We got Mr. Gunderman out there, and we got Mr. Smith on Highway 64, and Mr. Gunderman in town. And I promise you, they'll buy that stuff off of you. For sure, they will. And uh, of course, f- fire stations will have the fire stations, just like it's always been. As I tell, I'm I'm kind of proud of that. We initiated that, and I've been around, I guess, a long time because this one here is number 45. And it's uh, you know, it's what I say. It's our, it's us meeting our community and our community partners in the middle. You know, and you can take the fire station, unload it there. If you're not a Conway County resident, you're not invited, okay? Sure. Yep. All right. So we had Mark Callers again that week of uh, week of April the tenth there yes, sir. is the for the county cleanup. All right, so a lot of a lot of business, a lot of things happening in Conway County. Anything else this morning? I'm just hoping that the weatherman's wrong Friday. Yeah. Yeah. We uh, don't need any more <laughs> of that mess, do we? All right. 
Well, County Jeremy Hart, we thank you so much for coming in this morning. Thank you, Eric. It is 8.02 now on KVO. You've been listening to KVOM's Morning News Watch, the podcast edition.